Hey there! Are you tired of waiting for the next episode of It's Probably Not Aliens? Well, we've got some good news for you. On Nebula, our streaming service, you can get access to all our episodes a week early. That's right, you'll never have to wait again to hear Scott and I debunk the latest ancient astronaut theory or get a movie fact wrong. But that's not all. Nebula is home to dozens of content creators we know you like, so you can find all your favorites in one place. Plus, we post content on there that you won't find anywhere else. And the best part? By signing up for Nebula at nebula.tv slash probablynotaliens, you're directly supporting the show and both of us. So don't wait any longer. Join Nebula today and listen to the next episode right after this one. Tristan. Happy birthday, Scott. We've been doing this for, I was about to say two years. We've been doing this closer to three years because we started the podcast like five months, I think, before the actual um, show started. We started in like March and we released our first episode in no uh, seven months because we released it in October. Yeah, we released what? Well, yeah, we recorded. I think we started recording it really, really early in, in 2021. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, we didn't release it. We thought October would be a fun time to release it because it's like aliens and like i don't know sp spooky scary maybe plus we um, also knew that i was gonna have to take like two months off of making episodes because of the baby so because you were a father now but yeah we've been doing this podcast for like two years a little over then as you're saying yeah two years and yet they still find new things and we've we've only ever covered like eight or nine episodes of the show <laughs> do they still find new things or do they recycle the same things over and over again i'm sure we're gonna learn we're gonna learn but there's still so much to talk about when debunking ancient aliens and ancient astronaut theory and conspiracy theories and i think really early on we thought about playing around with this idea of diving into like current alien theories but then we never did until just recently when it's like all right suddenly governments are like but, but what about aliens yeah and yeah that's very to jump on for us i know good stuff but not only to be covered like a ufo topic but then like ufos decided to become news and now yeah. like because of the uap thing i think a lot more journalists and such are taking like other things seriously so now whenever like the mexican president tweets that there's a cryptid that he saw a goblin it, it makes the news <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, we have to talk about it because we need to capitalize on some of that good SEO, make sure yep. that people know that we exist. And this show has grown a lot. Can I tell you something, Tristan, that I learned mm -hmm. recently? I used to have a podcast way back in the day before this that was just based, it was just called the Nerd Sync Podcast, you know, when like all YouTubers had a podcast. And I mean, it, people do still now, every YouTuber has a podcast, it seems mm -hmm. anyway. But mine was just like, I don't know, here's a longer form version of the stuff I talk about on my youtube channel it's just you know comics and movies and things like that i thought that that was a pretty successful podcast i went back to look at it like all my statistics and i think like total 
the show got like 50,000 downloads over its lifetime. This show that we've been doing is so much more successful than that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I had actually two podcasts before this. Three, actually, if oh, you yeah? really want to think about it. Yeah, uh, before this, I had a podcast called YouTubers United that mm-hmm. I ran with Will Fox. That was like a YouTube advice podcast that was trying to like do what the YouTube gurus did, but didn't do it with like a massive paywall in front of all the useful advice. So it was like supposed to be like a YouTuber help podcast that was designed to have like uh, actionable advice in it instead of like, have you thought about titles? <laughs> um, <laughs> make sure your titles are good. Yeah, make sure you're like, it's a, a lot of like YouTube guru advice when like there's like a scene in The Simpsons where like they ask like, what kind of evidence do you have to this lawyer? And he's like, well, I have hearsay and conjecture. Those are kinds of evidence. <laughs> there you go. And then before that, actually concurrently with that, I ran a, I was like the head of a committee that ran like my university's grad student radio show that mm-hmm. also pivoted into becoming a podcast. That was part of my initiative. Oh yeah. 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 So like from like 24, 20- 15 ish to 2014 2015 to about 2017 i was like involved with that show mm-hmm. and then if you want to go really really old this one's going to be very embarrassing to me tristan the person oh, gosh but from about 2008 when i was a whopping 19 years old until yeah. about 2010 uh-huh. when university kind of killed it because i went to i was at a dorm that had one gigabyte of downloads allowed a, a week Nice, nice. Um, A gig a week. Use it sparingly. Yeah, because I lived in like rural Quebec. Uh, So I ran a podcast that was called The Elitists, and it was a it was a video game podcast specifically dedicated to uh, originally Blizzard Entertainment games. And then in like the last year or so, specifically Starcraft 2. And I don't really talk about this is like the first time I think I've ever mentioned the bridge between Mm -hmm. these two periods of my content creation life where I had a very early, like in my late teens, early 20s content creator career as like a Starcraft. Why? I shoutcasted like professional games and like interviewed creators in the scene and stuff like that. It's why I have like a weird, like small cadre of friends who are like people who were like big in the starcraft 2 scene in like 2010 wow and then i kind of just stopped because of university and i decided to have a life for a bit and then i went to grad school and decided to stop having a life again this is this is all news to me i didn't know this about you either i don't even think my wife knows about the elitist <laughs> oh no this is something that only you and i know now and all the listeners yeah as well. i i am i i do i denounce and reject everything i was it was such an unprofessional podcast it was the worst why are we talking about all this why are we being self-indulgent right now we're navel gazing based on the fact that this show is two years old and i would argue like as aside from i would say in concurrence with step back that this is like probably my like favorite creative project i've done yeah like what's it called i can't even like i put it on par with step back as far as like the passion and love for doing this weird show and i also like that i get to spend a lot of time with my good old buddy scott yeah we talk about this a lot but like when you and i sit down to record every week we plan to record at like 10 a.m. and then we don't actually record until 11 a.m. because it's just you and I talking for like an hour before we actually hit the record button. Just catching up, just talking about the cat and the kid and yeah, various degrees of ADHD stimulant medications. <laughs> yep, just talk, just swapping prescriptions around. You know us. Mm-hmm. I did look it up. 
Do you want to know something about our statistics? How much better is this podcast than my other one that I did that I talked about? We are just about at 750,000 downloads. Ooh. That is just from the current, you know, site that we yeah, use. Yeah, when we transitioned to Nebula, we had to do like a reset of our analytics, basically. So I think we had like a 100,000 or something over on that thing. So we're, we're like pushing a million downloads. Can you believe that? A podcast with a million dead. We might be the first ones. No, we're not. But you know. We average yeah. like about, like the thing is like 750,000. Like we, every episode averages like an hour long. That, that's so that's yeah. like, like 750,000 hours. That's so much time we have wasted. That's so much time that we have given to listeners so that they may enrich their lives. That's mm -hmm. what it, but let's say that. Let's not say wasted. Sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's wild. And I also think that like when you look at like, sheer numbers i seem to recall maybe this number is from some random corner that i just made up but i seem to recall that like your average episode of my brother my brother and me gets about three hundred thousand downloads that's pretty good it's pretty good but like they're also like you know one of the bigger podcasts right so like yeah. the fact that we average like what we do it's like it's not bad and they've been on they've it's also been making the podcast bad. for like over a decade right so yeah for sure oh i did all right this is easy i looked it up on our previous podcast thing Two hundred thousand downloads on our previous one. So we are at 950,000 wow. downloads currently. That's pretty sweet. I'll take so, it. So another month, we'll have a million. Thank, we haven't even said it yet. Thank you, everyone. Yeah. Thank you for listening. For the, This is us being so self-indulgent for like 10 minutes. And we haven't even said the reason why we have all this fun success and everything is because of you listeners. Thank you for being there for two years or a month. Who knows how long you've been listening. But thank you for being there. Thank you for supporting the show, writing reviews. This is your first episode. It's kind of awkward. But if this is your first episode, this is not what we normally do. Yeah, you should probably go to the one before this. You might be better off. But yeah, this is It's Probably Not Aliens, where we debunk ancient astronaut, ancient aliens, UFO, those kinds of things, and try to yes. have fun and learn about history and the world at the exact same time. And today we've been doing this show for, we've got a lot of specials coming up. We were talking about this before, how like this is our birthday episode. And then like next week, as I'm sure if you're not listening to this on Nebula, next week, this would be, you'll know that next week is Halloween and we got to do it. We're doing a Halloween Ooh. special. And then like two after that is the hundredth episode of this podcast where we sat down and did this a hundred times. That's true. So this is like an episode where we're more reflecting on the show as this has existed. Talk about the stories about how the show came into existence and things that we've done and enjoyed and the kinds of interesting conversations that we've had that came out of this weird project that we stumbled into in 2021 because Scott tried to do a podcast with his fiance, now <laughs> wife. And instead, I latched onto it and made it about myself. Um, I always forget about that. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> we haven't told the story in a little bit, but it'd probably be a good way to start, which is that back in 2021, around sometime in like March or February, Scott was looking to start a podcast project with Emily, his wonderful girlfriend at the time, now wife. Now wife. My wife. My wife. But then uh, one of the recommendations that someone put down that we really need to like remember the name of, I feel like that person's way more important to our lives for the amount of credit yeah, they get. we don't know this piece of lore. They, it's been lost to time currently. Yeah, I'm sure if we looked up on Twitter or something, we could find 
it or uh, while Twitter still exists. Anyways, this person was like, you should do a show where you debunk ancient aliens. And I piped up because that was a project that I had been like sitting on for years that I was like thinking of doing. There was a time where I was kind of in back and forth with Matt Mildred Thought Slime about doing the show with him. But then um, you know, we both got busy and it kind of fell through. But yeah, so I just kind of it was kind of always just sitting being like, this would be a cool thing to do someday. Like, I, I think many of us have things that we sit on like, hey, this would be a project I could pick up and do yeah, someday if time ever allows. And I, I replied just being like, this is a thing. This is the, I, I'm literally thinking about this entire this entire show. I've been thinking about this show yeah. for a while. And eventually that just turned into us talking because we've collaborated on several videos in the past that went really well. Like we did, again, personal bias, obviously, but my favorite nerd sync video about nuclear it's weapons. the one and that Superman. you're in. Yeah. But it also <laughs> is it's really good. Like you you went all out. You bought apocalypse gear. There was makeup. There was cool static and it was had some creepy music. I haven't done that in a while. You locked your imposter syndrome in the attic and you or in the basement and you haven't uh you haven't let them out since uh that's true since uh, Captain Marvel happened and Captain Marvel's has a sequel coming sequel out. now so goodness gotta let but out. anyway this is a lot of lore that is probably confusing if you don't follow us on YouTube but basically yeah Tristan and I worked on a couple YouTube videos together on on each other's channels you did one about mulan right and i was in that as yeah. well yeah so we we've worked together here and there but we weren't really you know we didn't like talk on a weekly basis or anything and until this this came out and i was like this is a cool idea we should do this idea for for this podcast that you've been sitting on and now we talk to each other every week <laughs> And it's great. And I love it. I think I might have found it. I found the person. You found it? February 4th, 2021. Twitter user Mikla at okay. MoreTalk7. All right. Uh, who I just realized uh, account says lots of 18 plus retweets. So, um, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Keep that in mind. Um, Keep it in mind. Uh, but replied to you, you. The tweet goes on February fourth, twenty twenty one. At Scott Nice Wonder said, "So Emily and I are thinking about starting a podcast. We wanted to do a research podcast, but we don't know which one yet. We like history, but that's too broad. Got to find some sort of narrow focus. Got to find a way to make money off this. Got to figure it out. Um, anyways." Uh, something that yes. is niche, but also can make a hundred plus episodes content is hard. And Mikla, Mikla, more talk seven typed on in and said, replied, uh, a podcast where you watch every ancient aliens episode and make a podcast for each episode, reacting to the nonsense and debunking it. Emily was like, that would be great. And then Mikla's just like, there's little, it's more enjoyable than just watch this nonsense and make fun of it. Also, it has 188 episodes and would fit Scott's hundred plus episode rule. And then if Emily and her dad don't do it, I'll get Tristan PJ to start a podcast with me about it. <laughs> he'll be the this 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 i feel like i should like make a fracture of this tweet oh yeah m and her dad don't do it i'll get at tristan pej to start a podcast with me about it he'll be the smart one informing the audience and making jokes and i'll be the one going oh rad that's interesting neat wow like that is that wow. is the podcast <laughs> that, is that is literally what this show is <laughs> Only instead, I'll say, I say, interesting. That's what I actually say. I replied, that's actually on a list of, quote, podcasts to do someday. Wow. Not even and joking. And now we're doing it. And now we're doing it. I'm going to take a screenshot of that. I actually might make a fracture of that. This is piece. This is a piece of history. Yeah. Um, this is, and I want to, I, I want to say, I want to circle back to it. Like, again, you and I were friendly, but we weren't, you know, necessarily like 
we were fit fri- friends. friends really like we were friendly but we we were like internet acquaintances and then you know cut to a couple months ago i got married and you were at my wedding you were at my bachelor party yeah you know because this podcast yeah we were people who were regularly at vidcon together that was like our thing yeah, right that was our thing because we had, we had we had broken bread at denny's together <laughs> as our, you do at vidcon yeah, yeah. Uh, when we met up in person back in twenty, uh, back uh, this summer, I think I remember the last time we met was you was at Denny's and yep. you were telling me about how you had met this person named Emily and she was so cool. And I'm like, so over her heels, but we just started dating and I'm like, yes, it's come full circle. And then the next time I see come you is the wedding. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. I'm just like, yeah, I met this girl. I like her a lot. Yeah. We had only been dating for a couple of months at that point. And then, um, yeah, cause it was, it was at a point where like, if I went, if I traveled, somewhere you know we weren't serious enough where she would go with me because we'd only been dating for like two or three months so it's just like eh, mm-hmm. i'll see you later and then um and now we're married look at us yeah let's go look at look at how uh, life life moves along for me yeah we started this show and like within two months of this show starting found out that kelly was pregnant and then now mm-hmm. and also uh when we went there the little man in his little tuxedo showed up yeah. made a brief appearance at the wedding so cute so oh. it, this is like not only is this show like a big part of like our professional careers and uh creative outlets but just like show that a, a, a real friendship came out of it absolutely yeah i mean it's a it's it's a thing that we do every week it's a it's a big part of our structure every week and i it's so much of it is just because of I mean, that your research and me sitting here saying interesting and then all the people who want to listen to it and uh, give us reviews and, and, and shout it out. You know, I talk about this podcast being successful numbers wise. You know, we've only had a couple sponsors here and there, but I do hope in the future that this continues to grow and maybe it'll be a big part of our actual uh, money making careers someday. Yeah, I, I, I genuinely <clears throat> like this is not even me being hyperbolic or anything like that i genuinely think that this show has the opportunity it has the potential to in like a few years time maybe not you because you're you're a big boy youtuber you've got you're 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 in a much uh more advanced place than than i am but for uh for me to at least be able to say like uh yeah the podcast is like my main gig and like yeah youtube is like the second uh the second thing even though i really like the youtube channel it's just like the show i think has a lot more potential and i think one of the big reasons you weren't in the room when this happened but the listeners who listened last week will know that when we talked to Rod, he was talking about why he liked the show. And I think that this scratches a lot of people, which is that it's really good for the people who love to like watch weird conspiracy theory content, but don't yeah. actually believe the stuff in it. And so it sort of scratches that itch without you mm. feeling like you're like giving uh, undue attention to nonsense or exposing yourself to nonsense. Yeah, for sure. Like, yeah, there is part of it that is interesting. When we when we talk about it every week, I'm like, it, it is interesting to sort of hear what these theories are but i don't necessarily want to corrupt my search history and my and the algorithms that i genuinely believe in this stuff i just want to sort of know what other people think Mm-hmm. That's a really good point. There is like a thing that's also called the illusory truth effect, which is just that like, even if you don't believe it and you know it's not true, just being exposed to bad ideas too regularly mm-hmm. will make it start feeling more normal and acceptable in your head. It's just like a way our brain processes information. Yeah. So that I think is also part of the danger. To have the nonsense then immediately replied to with um, no. <laughs> yeah. With and two, also with two, here's, here's two what it actually laughing is. at it. 
Yeah. And um, yeah, I, I know just here in a bit, we're going to play some some messages that our some of our some of you listeners have sent in some voice messages, which we really appreciate. But I also just want to shout out the people who leave reviews on Apple Podcasts and leave messages on Spotify and everything like that. I was on a podcast recently and it's like a comedy video game podcast and they had this uh, saying, which I really think is great, which is the more five star reviews that, you know, that their podcast gets and that our podcast gets, the more people take us seriously. And I think that's a fun way to frame it because we always say that this is more of a entertainment podcast. Like, yes, there's some educational value, but like, you know, we're not experts who are legitimately actually, you know, we're not archaeologists who are in the field studying this this stuff. We're just debunking it every week in a fun, entertaining way. And the more reviews, the more five-star reviews we get, the more legitimate the show is, or at least seems to outside people. And, and that really means a lot to us mm-hmm. as we fight some more, you know, misinformation. Yeah. The other thing that I could also say is that this is the first, I, I don't think, I think I've said this on this show before. I don't know. Maybe you've had this experience as well. As somebody who's like an artist, creative, type Mm -hmm. this is like the dual thing like i have like as i'm a person who has been now for like eight years a person who puts out creative content on the internet on a regular basis and and i'm trying i'm trying to phrase this in a way so it doesn't sound like i'm taking offense to this but like none of my friends watch any of my stuff and i don't care like that does not bother me at all that like my friends don't watch my videos that's fine and like they always apologize for not watching it and it's like no it's completely fine there's a lot of shit on the internet and you're friends with me not my videos <laughs> don't worry about it <laughs> right 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 but it's probably not aliens is the first thing where like people that i've known for a long time are like that i without me being prompting it or anything are starting to be in like so i found the podcast and uh-huh. like i get like texts from friends while they're walking their dog while listening to the show and stuff oh like yeah that. i'm going i am in about a week going to my second wedding of the year where the father of the bride has made intentional like <laughs> statements about wanting to talk to me about the podcast yeah we're a dad cast we're a dad like cast we, people love people love it people the dads love it they love listening to this show mm-hmm. we appreciate that yeah i think it's great i think it's very fun uh this is a fun thing we get to do you want to just jump into some some listener messages we've not listened to these yeah we want to get the raw recording as much as we could so what this is is uh i put out a call on i i, I tweeted i skeeted uh asking people to email us with audio clips about mm-hmm. the you know celebrating the show's second birthday and what this show means to them and that kind of stuff and it was on very short notice i think i only gave people about two days because that was the amount between when i came up with this idea and when we started recording so uh we only got a handful but they're all uh and none of us have heard them yet but uh so it could be like just like hi scott and tristan and then just screaming into the microphone <laughs> <laughs> Or just, yeah, so we, we, we literally, we had to work out the audio things to get this to work properly before the show started. And we had to be like extra careful to not, to make sure that none of the stuff that like, uh, not listen to. Yeah, so this is a hundred percent fresh. So this could be bad. Someone could come in and be like, you guys are bad, are awful. You're and we don't podcast. like you. And yeah, and you're not good at it. Um, all right, let's listen to it. First one is from Ian. 
Hi, this is Ian Stewart from Vegreville, Alberta. I started listening to Probably Not Aliens last year while I was off from work after a PTSD diagnosis. And I was in a really bad place mentally at the time. And the podcast was something that I found that I could listen to that could distract me from a lot of bad stuff that was going through my head at the time. It was one of the ways that I could find that I could relax and I knew I would have a bit of respite from a lot of the stuff that I was going through. <laughs> to uh, make it a little funnier at the time, I was also playing XCOM 2 in the background, uh, <laughs> somewhat appropriately. So I've been a fan of Tristan's channel for a long time and discovered mm. Scott's through the podcast, but nice. have become a, a huge fan as well. So thank you for doing a great podcast that really helped me through a bad time in my life. Yeah. Ian Stewart from Vegreville. Thank you. Oh, That's great. Man. Off the gate strong. Well, that man, that one hits hard. Yeah. How so? Like you, you know, we, we do this show and it goes out into the universe and oftentimes like, you know, you get like the responses that the memes and the, 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 you know, people stuff they say publicly, but like, that was like, like the idea that the show helped somebody in some way while going through a PTSD diagnosis, like, yeah, holy shit. Yeah. It's, it's, it's always, it's, it's nice to know that. I mean, yeah, you and I are YouTubers. We see numbers, right? We see like the views and the subscribers. But we don't, um, it's hard to see the people behind it. And uh, so that this sort of stuff is really nice. It is funny that uh, <laughs> he was playing XCOM as well. I feel like this is a very good podcast to listen to while playing XCOM. Uh, especially because oh, yeah. that game, like Ancient Aliens, is extremely frustrating. 95% <laughs> chance to hit, you say, huh? <laughs> Oh boy. You ever play XCOM? Oh no, but I am playing Baldur's Gate 3 right now, and I know that that's got a similar turn based sort of. Yeah, except combat. that, like, yeah, yeah it, it, it's, it, it's just that uh, compared to Baldur's Gate, it's much more brutal. Like, yeah. Because your squad mates can just die, and you can't, you don't have a scroll to bring them back. You can't, you don't have a revivify. Yeah. No. Uh, so it means that, like, if they die, they just die, and some stuff like It's harsher in that sense, but yeah. it is like, yeah, fighting aliens that are trying to invade the Earth. Yeah. Oh, oh, well, thank you so much, Ian. That that was uh, that was really nice. I like knowing that, it, you know, you always you always think about uh, you always comment. I don't even know on on or off the microphone that like that, especially when we started. It's fun to know that Ian was a fan of you first and then discovered me through the podcast. I think that's really fun. Yeah, that's uh that that isn't usually how it plays out. But like and and also yeah, like the people I think that we've talked about that we find the most fascinating are the people who find the podcast and then are surprised and to find out that we're no YouTubers. <laughs> yeah, they have no idea that we have videos that we make uh separately. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's keep going. You think? Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. This one is from Louise. All right. So there's a Tristan, a nice wonder, recording their newest podcast. When death arrived, an outlaw wondered if it could be aliens, perhaps. No way, no how, responded Tristan. I don't know nothing, Scott replied. <laughs> Lost in her thoughts, old death then asked them if she could have a Scooby snack. No way, no how, <laughs> screamed nice wonder. He guessed like this, then said Tristan... He'd rather we would get abducted than ever share the Scooby Snacks. Abducted then you will be promptly. An angry death to heaven's cry, and our two hosts were swiftly harvested to the big mothership in the afterlife. Poetry. <laughs> that's, that's, that's fantastic. <laughs> it is so funny to me 
when we started this podcast, we were like, at least I was very much like, we're not going to have running gags. Every episode is going to be its own thing. And it's so quickly how stuff just sticks. Like me saying, I know nothing is like, it was just like, it was like a nothing thing that I said. And then suddenly it just becomes the thing that I say at the start of every episode. Honestly, yeah. I am in the exact opposite camp in that I am a humongous fan of committing to the bit. Yeah. Extremely hard. I mean, like, that's just the nature of any like long-term conversation. If you think about this as like a like 90 something hour long uh, conversation, it's going to yeah. end up with its recurring bits. That's just the way that our monkey oh, brains like sure. to find humor in things. And like to this day, like the recurring bits are like are one of my favorite things in the show to the point where I don't know if you saw this, but last night somebody pointed out that I got yet another movie fact wrong in like the last Oh my episode. God. <laughs> what did you say? Uh, oh, I got to go get it. It's on, it's on Twitter's, it's on uh, Elon's Nazi website. I know you don't have Apple products, so you don't check the uh, I, uh, Apple podcast reviews, but someone did write us an incredibly like hilariously like scathing bad review about like how we're probably triple vaxxed and like Elon made us sad. So we don't, we're, we deleted our Twitter accounts or something like that, but then gave us five stars. <laughs> I love it. That's beautiful. I talked about Arrival, and I referred to the Arrival as tetrapods when they're heptapods. Heptapods. See, that's fun. Like, the recurring gag of you not knowing movie facts, I think is fine, because that's like a personality thing. But I've listened to podcasts before where, like, you're 100 episodes in, and half of the things that the hosts say are, like, inside jokes that you don't get unless you've listened to the past 100 episodes. And it's like, I don't necessarily want to evolve into that. Because every episode could be someone's first episode, especially mm -hmm. for our podcast, where it's like very topic based. People not, might not listen to every episode. Yeah. People might only listen to ones that they're interested in. Especially if like but, yeah. in the future, because next year Google is uh, retiring its like podcast platform and folding it into YouTube, which I suspect means that in the future, YouTube is going to have like podcasts and videos are going to kind of be more side by side on YouTube. And that means mm -hmm. that we're going to probably have more episodes listened to by people who looked for a topic rather than look for a show. Yeah. And I do intentionally try to make sure that every episode of this show yeah. is accessible to someone who has never heard this show before. Except for the first 10 minutes when you and I ramble about something that is completely off topic and then hope people keep listening. That's inaccessible to basically everybody. That's inaccessible to everyone who's not the two of us. That's inaccessible to me when I edit them. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> why did we talk about this for so long? Oh boy, yeah. Um, all right, do you want to keep listening to more? Yes, thank you, Louise. We that was a, really great. Um, that was great. We got a couple more. This one is from Daniel. Hey, Scott and Tristan. I don't usually do this sort of thing, and I apologize for the uh, qualities. I'm on my phone recording this, but like, just wanted to call in and give you guys props for the awesome work I think you're doing. The yeah. show honestly has helped me get through some pretty tough stuff related to depression and financial issues. So, you know, I just wanted to say thank you and acknowledge the effect the show's had on me. I started listening to the show as a little baby archaeology major working on my first excavation. Shout out to the Cape Canaveral Archaeological Mitigation Program. Woo! It's a great little thing they got going on over there. Now I have my bachelor's and a whole extra dig in Poland under my belt and I'm prepping for grad school. You guys kind of got me through all that because God knows senior year was not fun. But you know being able to wake up to you guys on a Tuesday and kind of just forget about everything while I listen has helped me immensely and I just want to get across that I hope you guys know 
know the impact you've had on me as well as I'm sure others. So beyond that, I guess uh, my other question would be, uh, do you guys have any other plans to cover anything in Eastern Europe? Because that's kind of my specialty, but you know, I know there's less going on over there ancient aliens wise. So yeah, no, that's mainly what I got going on. Otherwise, thank you again, and uh, have a great rest of your show. Yeah. Another uh, thing to to real hit hard about how help people through it's uh, I it's so great to see new archaeologists and also to have an archaeologist who listens to the show and likes it and doesn't like I'm always worried that like anybody who actually knows what they're talking about is going to listen to my show and be like yeah. <laughs> this guy is an idiot no but yeah that sounds like i i mean as somebody who went to grad school and somebody who remembers upper year when you want to go to grad school you have to not only get through college you have to get through college with a pretty high gpa and also deal with like uh if you're in america like gres and stuff like that yeah that can be an extremely stressful time and obviously you need to have a lot of motivation and with a Mm -hmm. condition like depression that basically just just saps all of your motivation away to the point where it's like a victory that you managed to take a shower that day sometimes that is yeah for sure that is tough that sounds like that that is uh that is a really tough situation and if there's any way that us faffing about uh once a week helps you get through <laughs> that i am over the moon yeah and then as a, as like a small side thing i know that they mentioned waking up on a tuesday to episodes i know you and i have been playing around with the idea of moving it to thursday release schedule because that's when we record but we'll we'll figure it out we want to get back to doing a more consistent uh release schedule than we have been i got married and i went on a honeymoon and then i had other things happen recently we're we're getting back in the swing of things yeah so thanks for sticking with us luckily we've got a whole new plan in place so that by the time you're listening to this episode, we should be yeah. in a place where, you know, not only is the episodes coming out regularly, but uh, also the Nebulons are getting their, their early episodes as early well. Early releases yeah. back again. Yes. So yeah, we yeah. are, uh, we got a plan. We <laughs> got a plan, Dan, Daniel. But yeah, Daniel, that really, like, I want to kind of like, just to like pause here and like point out, like when people talk about the stuff that I make, helping them through tough times in life, especially like mental health, mm-hmm. hard times, how much that is like super important to me. And also you talked about how like financial squeeze as well. And that how much I love the fact that I make yeah. stuff that is free that you do not need to pay a single dime to pay into. Yeah. The show is on Nebula, but I want to make sure that no matter what I am making, that there is always the vast majority of it is for everybody for free, even if it's released early or there's the occasional exclusive thing, but that the main bulk of what comes out is free. Yeah, like this show's on Nebula, but uh, really it's just episodes early occasionally and then the very rare exclusive episode that is like a totally different sort of thing that we would do Mm -hmm. but i mean that's but other than that the show is free for every episode yeah but like that's one of the reasons i really like being like a social media content creator instead of like somebody who worked in like you know something like traditional television or something like that is that i have never in my adult life been blessed with an overabundance of money and so i've uh, i've always appreciated that there's just so much free stuff to listen to yeah absolutely and then the other obviously benefit of uh, nebula is when we do have the occasional sponsor nebula stuff is ad free versus ads in the main in the main feed here and there but we've not really had that many ads and sponsors and things so we'll get one step at a time maybe one day yeah We got just a couple more to hit on. This one's from Eric. 
Hey guys, this is Eric Slater from Epic Fails of History, the Super Switch Club, and Podcasters Assemble. And I just wanted to say congrats on two years. I've been absolutely impressed with your consistency right out the gate. Especially as a content creator myself who constantly struggles with juggling too many projects. Believe it or not, you both have actually helped to inspire me to continue my own podcasting endeavors. And I'm really hoping to be set up to get into the YouTube space next year. The thing I love about your show is that you debunk all the ridiculous ancient aliens theories, especially because they're inherently ludicrous and often insulting to indigenous peoples. As someone who writes and podcasts about history, that is absolutely my jam. However, I actually started out as an ardent skeptic on the whole alien topic, but I've been following the UAP story very closely since the 2017 New York Times article first dropped, and I gotta admit, I've kind of come full circle in that time. So my question to you guys is, is what's your take on Chuck Schumer's 64-page UAP Disclosure Act? If you read the legislation, the bill uses the terms non-human intelligence and enigmatic technologies, as well as spelling out a process for how to declassify all this evidence to the public. Now, maybe I'm gullible, but it really does sound like there's something tangible here, especially considering the recent releases from Arrow, the congressional hearings, and with NASA officially being tasked with studying studying the phenomenon. As I'm recording this, it looks as though the Senate just passed this as part of the NDAA. So as long as this doesn't get taken out of the final budget, we should actually get some real answers sometime next year. While I do think it's good to be skeptical, it's also worth pointing out that throughout history, there have been some pretty radical worldview shifts that the governments of the world and even the scientific community have really pushed back on, despite the evidence. Like the heliocentric model of the solar system, the theory of continental drift, and, of course, quantum physics. Now, there is, of course, always the possibility that this is all an elaborate psyop within the DoD, which, to be fair, has happened before. Our government lies constantly. They don't exactly have a good track record. But the difference now is the sheer scope of what's been happening on a global scale, not including, of course, the uh, cinnamon-flavored Nazca mummies. But the amount of credible <laughs> whistleblowers coming forward and the unprecedented bipartisan support on the issue really has me reconsidering some of my original preconceived notions on this topic. So we're in this weird liminal space now where it feels like there's a 50-50 chance where there's either an elaborate, unprecedented government conspiracy or aliens are real. To me, Occam's razor is now starting to point the other direction. I guess what I'm trying to say is that I want to believe in democracy. Anywho, I can't wait to hear your thoughts. I'm actually kind of jealous because if this all turns out to be true in the next few years, your podcast could actually become a part of history. Thanks Ooh. again, guys, and good luck. Ooh. Wow. Good long message. Yeah. Yeah. That, no, th there's there's some really good stuff in there. And like, first of all, I, I really appreciate that. Like, um, we've helped you like build up your own sort of social media project things. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's really awesome. cool. I, I want to, can I hit on something really quickly before yeah. we dive on in? There is a very specific reason why we titled this show. It's probably not aliens. Mm -hmm. And that is specifically because of a lot of this stuff that Eric was, was hitting on here. We're like, we don't want, we're this, this is not us 
you know, episode by episode definitively saying aliens do not exist. What we're trying to do is look at the ancient astronaut theory and ancient aliens conspiracy theories and show how they are harmful to a lot of non-white cultures, basically, and or just like people's views of the past. But we've always, at least I hope it's clear that we've always sort of tackled, come at these topics by saying like, we are not saying that aliens in a broad sense definitively don't exist. It would be really exciting and interesting if aliens did exist. And I, I would like, I, I want to believe as well. So there was some for uh, some 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 thought put into the the title of this podcast of it's probably not yeah aliens. uh yeah to kind of build on that like when we first started the show i was kind of excited by the um that i recently recently realized is um a bit of a he's like a little bit of a uh, not a person that should be trusted of avi Loeb's um claims about the Oumuamua extrasolar system uh mm. asteroid that because of some like outgassing from heat like accelerated in a weird way that he suggested uh, was yeah. like a solar sail that had me very intrigued for a while before it you know very very quickly got um, yeah debunked and then actually angela uh collier who came on this show a few months ago also did a really great episode breaking of her podcast or on her youtube channel really breaking down why avi Loeb's a bit of a problem but that's that's besides mm. the thing um but yeah like the way that if, if you want like a full like response to what's been what the hell's going on because yeah since 2017 there has been some like more and more serious rumblings about what the other side or what's going on with this whole thing specifically about like the uap project and all that kind of things and i guess i can like kind of sum up the way that i see it and scott you can also chime in on anything that you feel is pertinent to discuss but um yeah the main thing that the uap task force uh that started in 2017 was trying to address is that there's a lot of things that people are seeing in the sky that are doing unprecedented yes. strange activity that in the military infrastructure had a strong uh, stigma attached to reporting on it because they would think that you were reporting on UFOs, i.e. seeing flying saucers. And that would make you look not like not serious. People wouldn't take you seriously. Yeah, it would hurt your career. But as we are entering into a world where drones and spycraft and like the sort of technology leading to national borders starting to become more um, fuzzy. Th yeah. th these things that we would dismiss as like, oh, you saw flying saucers, little green men, ha ha ha, could be taken seriously because these might actually be signs of national security threats. And mm. so there, there's that aspect. And I think that a lot of like the sort of consciousness raising that came out of the congressional, the, the stuff in like 2017 congressional stuff speaks a lot to that. As far as like Chuck Schumer's stuff goes and the sort of uh, we did a whole episode about the david grush and the the probably need to go back to the congressional hearings yeah we'll probably have to revisit that for sure on that thing like i will point out that governments are not like they are not these like monolithic organizations that are extremely careful in their language all the time especially like individual politicians like mm -hmm. chuck schumer has a long history of being into ufos and so if somebody came to him saying that there was like ufo stuff that he could latch on to he would be much more amenable to to bringing that up and David Grush's thing I've talked like I think I talked about how like governments have been talked into these things all the time and everything that I yeah. saw from the congressional hearings and
Ryan Bruch's like body of evidence to me anyways are fairly unconvincing. It's very much like I talked to a guy and he told me that he saw these things. And like the problem is that he is a person that if there were secret UFOs, he could have seen them. Right. But the fact that he did not reference to seeing them in person or like even seeing photos, like real photos or anything like that. He just mm-hmm. sort of talks about like inference and like like hearing rumors and America's military bureaucracy is it's unbelievable how huge and unchecked it is. Yeah, it's so big. <laughs> yeah. And so lots of people are investigating lots of things because there's basically infinite money to go into any harebrained scheme you want, even if it's very yeah. low chance. And NASA also getting into it. Like I, I would say that like you kind of pointed out as two options when I think there's three. There is the idea that this is all a psyop because like the US is no longer like the most unquestionably the most powerful country in the history of all existence, but they still want to like raise military funding like in a Cold War way instead of saber rattling with countries that could very well like bite back uh, which they couldn't do before. They're mm-hmm. going to, you know, build this concept of like alien invaders as a threat aliens. that that could result in them raising the military budgets. That's like one theory that goes through. And it's one of those ones sure. that like, I wouldn't be surprised, but it's also not super convincing because that's a very flimsy thing to do. Yeah. The other option is that the UFOs do exist and that this is like a- they do exist. UFOs do exist and that this is like their effort to try and like a, a legislative effort to try and take this stuff that's been held under wraps and make it public, which like mm-hmm. at this point, like I w- like that would be really cool if it turned out to be true. I have lots of questions. The thing, though, is that that is of such huge implication and has such like, yeah, changes our entire concept of like, what is the nature of life and what technology is capable of? Because as I mentioned, like uh, for a spacecraft to get to earth would require physics and understandings of the universe that is beyond human comprehension at this point and amounts of energy harnessed that we can't even conceive of uh so that part like obviously have a lot of questions if that turns out to be true and there's like you know really good evidence of it that comes to the surface that would be huge i think that would be really i I would be so excited to see what comes out of that but i um given like the sort of general logic of it that this stuff is uh like you can see the arrival of flying saucers in Western culture tied to the advent of science fiction and more high-tech flying machines through like the Cold War and World War II advances in technology and also like the sort of professionalization of medicine and all that kind of stuff and the fact that the aliens are remarkably human-like in many of the like first-hand accounts of them that stuff makes me like very very dubious of what this actually is right and so like my like my my alarms are going off that like if this is true there's going to be a lot of questions i have that would need to be answered and i would need something a lot stronger than one guy going to congress and saying he saw a bunch of stuff i actually think that there's a third option here and this is the one that i'm most into which is that governments are run by human beings and that the u.s military is a particularly large and really unchecked it's so big organization where they have so much money and so much power and they are investigating so many different projects at a time that it's impossible for the left hand to know what the right hand's doing at any given time. In fact, the reason why the Department of Homeland Security was made in 2001 after 9-11 was because basically like American intelligence was made up of three massive organizations that weren't talking to each other. And so they had Mm. to like 
in the 9-11 commission report, they basically pointed out that like, oh yeah, the FBI, CIA, and NSA all had like different sides of this story, but they didn't talk to each other. They weren't able to tell what was going on or take it seriously enough before 9-11 happened. And so they made DHS to try and bridge that gap. The military, the US military is way bigger than those organizations. Like it is so big. It is the largest military in the history of humanity. And it is one that is investigating lots of different projects. And politicians are not people who are selected by any process other than them being able to get elected. So I am more under the impression that there are people who for wanting attention or who think that there is like a big UFO conspiracy and want to try to get it to come through are able to convince public servants like Chuck Schumer or Mm -hmm. other sort of people who are officials in government that this stuff exists and Mm -hmm. are doing that work to either get themselves on the news or to accidentally trip up the UFOs or something like that. Like, I do think that that is the most likely option is that they're just kind of bamboozling a few politicians. And given how large and unchecked the American military infrastructure is, it's hard for anybody to clarify that they are not investigating anything and that it's also drawing a lot of attention to uh, the government. And I feel like at the same time, they are taking seriously this investigation of UAPs because as the US is sort of like a downwardly mobile empire right now, they are probably fairly concerned about and like you're even seeing this in Ukraine, like that other countries are developing more and more sophisticated drone technology. Iran has predator drones. Uh, Russia has predator drones or has drones and China has has like a a big drone program. And so I think that they're trying to get attention for taking seriously the study of like, you know, enemy aircraft drones that could be doing stuff. And this is a way to do it. And I think that's like why NASA's on board is because NASA would have like the scientists and the expertise there to do so. But if you brand it through, this could be alien stuff that we're investigating. I think that that also gives NASA more attention. And I think that NASA is always an organization that is struggling to justify its existence to people who want to cut its budget. So doing like a project like we're investigating UFOs would be one that would get it a lot of positive press. So in many ways, it's just the fact that the U.S. government is not that centralized. It's not that organized. And there are lots of different parties at play that are working against each other. And it's hard to really tell what's going on in any place. And in that, there's a lot of people and with power and a lot of room to convince people of a lot of things. And because UFOs are uh, sexy and buzzy, that it's also a way to guarantee that you're going to get attention to whatever it is that you want to get attention to. And that's a big part of like deciding budgets and deciding how much like attention things get and like all that kind of stuff so like that's yeah. like that's my that's my more this, answer um, yeah this it feels like a topic that we're gonna have to talk about in like a whole dedicated episode at some point mm-hmm. i'm still on the impression that our first knowledge of extraterrestrial intelligence is not going to come by the government saying that they've had all this technology that they could have used in the cold war but chose not to for some reason but it's going to be more something that comes around because of like kepler looking at an exoplanet and finding some like definitive signs of like pollution or biosignatures of some kind or some sort of like communication. I think that's going to be where we hear about it. Which is to hammer home again that we are never coming at these topics and these these episodes with the 
belief that wholeheartedly aliens don't exist. We're 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 open minded and we definitely that would be an insane. We've talked about it a lot. It's insane to say that there's no such like, yeah, to say that that aliens do not exist. I like they guarantee exist there. The universe is way too big and we exist. They have to be somewhere else. Are there other intelligent aliens in this galaxy? That's more of a question. I don't know. for Yeah. Are there intelligent aliens in the universe? Guaranteed. But like to me, I'm under the impression that like into alien intelligence is going to be so unrecognizable to us that we are going to have to have debates about what life means, what intelligence means, yeah. and what organisms mean in the future when we actually find details about these things. Because life that is truly evolved in an alien environment is going to almost be like, I think that we're going to accidentally kill something intelligent because we didn't even realize that it was life and that didn't it was intelligent. It. This is this big space gas cloud and we're just like, we just drive through it with a satellite mm-hmm. and then we accidentally kill every, we kill it yeah we didn't even realize that it was a live thing mm-hmm. and like at this point like if we haven't seen signs of alien civilizations yet it to me makes me pretty convinced that the idea of superluminal travel is either not going to happen or it is like it's prohibitively expensive or physically impossible for some reason and so yeah. i'm pretty convinced that we're like the idea that like a ufo could have harnessed the energy and physics to get here would require like some significant evidence to convince me sure all right we got one more you want to do one last one yeah let's do it all right hello alien debunkers my question would you consider crossing the streams as it were and doing it's probably not ghosts my testimonial it's probably not aliens is a fun show for its subject matter and educational value even if it frequently makes us sad that people living through history tend to have such little respect for it Mm mm-hmm And those are good on their own, but my favorite thing is the way you break down the full thought process or evidentiary chain. We, the listeners, can follow how the scientific approach is applied to these, air quotes, theories, (laughs) and hear how they break down in the face of verifiable history. In our present climate rife with bald-faced, bad-faith claims, this isn't just refreshing. It's useful for navigating the modern era and lies in other areas as well. And I appreciate that. Yeah, so that was from James. Appreciate it, James. (laughs) We've teased the idea of doing It's Probably Not Ghosts before. I just don't know. With ancient aliens and ancient astronaut theory, there's so many different theories and conspiracies to tackle, whereas It's Probably Not Ghosts Ghosts are like a, I feel like that's, that's a case by case thing. We'd have to do like actual focus on a specific ghost, you mm-hmm. know, and sort of be like, all right, is this place haunted? Is this ghost a thing? And whereas ghosts in ge- like just talking about ghosts as a whole concept would be hard to do because, you know, the typical ways that people like, you know, get a read on if ghosts are real or not. There are fewer conspiracies other than just like the specific ghosts themselves. You know what I mean? Mm hmm. But it'd be fun to do. Yeah, I'm primarily coming to this from like the conspiracy debunking angle. Yeah. I'm going to say like, I don't hate the idea. I actually like the idea. I can already think of like a whole bunch of ways in which the ghost thing would be really, really cool. Uh, Or just like, for example, spoiler alert, next week is our Halloween special and I'm doing a little bit on cryptids. I'm going to talk about cryptids as a concept. But like, I do think that like in the same way that like, it's probably not aliens can talk about interesting, like, like the actual history behind it and like all the stuff that's being glossed over. You could definitely do the same with all sorts of paranormal 
reasonable claims and phenomenon. And I yeah. think that if, say, for example, we're doing this show like 20 years from now and we really, really tap out ancient astronaut theory, we really tap out UFO stuff and we're looking for new places to explore, that is definitely like high on the list of like things I would consider because I have seen many times where like ghost claims, while like the only thing is like, like you get, you have to go on like a different angle because like we're like ghosts, but also like, you know, cryptids and stuff like that. Uh, cryptids, I could make the claim about like how they're taking history out of context and mythology out of context. Oh, sure, 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 sure. Ghosts often are like a lot of the times the claims come from like, as you said, there's various different ways, different, various different ways to hoax at various different uh, ways that people can think they see ghosts, but aren't. There'd be some very easy stuff to talk about because like almost every city has a ghost tour and it just turns into a, a either a macabre history of the city, which is yeah. you know, fine and interesting, or it is, uh, I have seen so many ghost stories from ghost tours that have their only origin in books called Ghost Tours of X City. You're right. <laughs> So like, there's a lot, there's a lot to, to chew on with that. And I definitely like would love this show to become successful to the point where we have done all of the oh, UFO man. stuff and if, we're moving into new territory. Or if this show becomes so successful that we get consistent sponsors and it becomes like the thing that we do with our lives. Like I could see us doing spinoffs and, and yeah. doing, yeah, I mean, we can do, it's probably not ghosts and do it. And, and it wouldn't just be ghosts. It could just be supernatural stuff in general, mm -hmm. the way that this show about aliens sometimes talks about time travel you know, mm -hmm. which is not necessarily an alien thing. So, you know, we talk about the science fiction sort of thing or, or you know, the, the historical science of, of, of things, whereas it's probably not ghosts. If we ever did that spinoff show could absolutely be just supernatural, paranormal sort of mm -hmm. stuff. A lot more science-y, I think. Yeah, um, you think so? Yeah, because like, yeah. yeah, like talking about psychic phenomenon and like, yeah, there's, like, yeah. there's a lot to chew on. And I would love to get to the point where that was a thing that we could consider because uh, I would also love to do that. And that would be great story to cover i also just wanted to uh thank you very much for the thing that you said uh james about like showing the line of evidentiary thinking because that is an intentional thing i tried to do when i did this show about walking you through not only this is wrong but like this is how i came to the conclusion that it was wrong and how i like looked it up luckily with ancient astronaut theory it's like shooting fish in a barrel you don't have to do that much work to figure it out mm -hmm. but that's fine because i think as you mentioned we are kind of in a age where information is a grasp on reality is starting to uh, loosen because of like, you know, various different propaganda efforts and just the fact that like our trust in institutional knowledge is starting to wane and lead to people embracing all sorts of wacky stuff because of recommendation algorithms and whatnot, whatnot. Yeah. So yeah. Um, like, again, that would be like, I literally made an hour long video about this video just like, like, like a couple mm -hmm. days ago. Uh, but like, th yeah, that is like a thing that I intentionally try to in my work counter as somebody who is into teaching people how to like think for themselves and also teaching people about real history and also trying to counter things like right-wing extremism and, and all these things. Like this, this is all part of my, my overall project. Secretly, I'm doing SJW nonsense the entire time. <laughs> and I'm glad that people have picked up on that and that that's a thing that they enjoy. Yeah. And also you have an amazing voice. I'm obsessed with it. And you should definitely voice some video game characters. I feel like I, so I want to hear you talk so much more. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I think that's a good, um, I got one more I thing. That's, I got one that's quick great. thing. Uh, just okay. because uh, there's another person named James Morgan who tried several times to send us a file, but could not get it to like upload and stuff like that and sent us like a text thing about what they wanted to say. I just want to make sure they didn't, okay. they didn't fall under the radar. Where? Oh, absolutely. This is from James Morgan, different James. I just wanted to say your podcast has been one of my absolute favorites and that you need to do a biography on Mark Richards, parentheses, the SSP slash 
Pendragon murder guy. Yeah. In parentheses. And his wife. Their claims, parentheses, lies, in parentheses, are absolutely insane. And I'd love to hear you, your, your take on it. I don't oh, know anything yes. about this. What oh, is this about? Okay. Um, do you remember a million years ago when I did no. uh, an episode? I wasn't with born you. We didn't. You remember like way early in this show's history when we did a episode okay. on the secret space program? And I mentioned that there was a guy who tried to start oh. his own. Uh, that's Knight's what SSP court. stands yeah. for secret space program. Mark Richards is the guy who tried to take over a county and become basically king and start like a knight's round table in his county and like amazing. killed a guy <laughs> like, oh, and is currently amazing. in prison for it so yeah. like uh, but yeah like I do think that we only touch the surface of secret space program and I would definitely love to go back there because there is a lot of hot nonsense going on there and it's definitely an underserved thing like it's it's definitely like a uh, conspiracy ufo movement that's going under the radar but is growing very fast growing um, i only All found right. out about it because of matt mildred thought slime actually told me yeah. about it and was like you need to check this out and oki of oki's wild stories is like the only person i've seen who's really like tackled the topic and okay. so i would love to do it there's so many yeah we should dive back into it there's there are a lot of topics that we need to like go back and do some you know some follow-up on this feels like a huge one that we need to be like following pretty closely. Yeah, I'll probably I'll try to figure something out because it's 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 going to be one of those things where because not a lot of secondary research has been done about it. Yeah, I'm going to have to go and watch these people's streams. You're going to have to infiltrate the yeah. secret space program, Tristan. You're going to have to get in there and tear it apart from the inside. All I can think of is unfortunately is from a terrible TV show, but uh, How I Met Your Mother. Where, <laughs> okay. Where there was a a one bit where mm. what's called Neil Patrick Harris's uh rape character on that show uh, Barney. Barney Stinson uh, uh -huh. made one bit where he convinced somebody to sleep with him because he said he was not part of NASA but he was part of SNASA secret NASA and then she was like whoa have you been mm, to the moon whoa. he's like I haven't been to the moon but I have been to the smoon mm, secret moon <laughs> yeah. so that's what you gotta do secret secret space I also think that this show has a lot more stuff that's gonna come up as starting next year it, it started this year but it's gonna get more big next year is that we're kind of entering into a new moon race to build a base on the moon with uh, Chandrayaan 3 landing earlier this year. So now India has successfully landed a probe on the moon. Russia Ooh. tried to land a probe on the moon. <laughs> it did not go well. And um, the Shangha Chinese mission to build uh, to land on the moon by 2030 is going to be a thing. And the US is planning on sending a crew to the moon next year. So it's like uh, like the moon in the especially the, the south pole of the moon and the race to build a thing on the moon is going to probably spur some interesting stuff that we're going to have to look at, too. All right. Got it what's up there we gotta know what's up there on mm -hmm. that moon how cheesy is it really dangerously what happened with that face from the movie that the old black and white movie is that face still there <laughs> that we shot a rocket into that french that french silent film from like a hundred years ago how's that guy doing up there that big moon face we gotta check on him and if you want to know the status of the moon face man you can go to at props not aliens on either twitter <laughs> or blue sky or instagram i've taken a little bit more of an assertive stance on posting on blue sky and twitter so blue sky is my official lifeboat from twitter of choice so that's where i'll be yes. actually on that note i did this last week but i'll do it again okay uh, free to a good home i'm giving away every week i'm going to give away one of our invite codes for it's probably not aliens so oh, nice. uh, free to a good home if you want to join blue sky you can uh, put in the code bsky-social-uvye4-65bux uh, so I'll see you there. All right. 
up for grabs. Yeah. First come, first serve. I'm going to try to post more on there and we'll do some more right-click saving as as we go forward. Absolutely. Uh, Tristan, where can people find more of your stuff outside of this show? We talked about it a little bit, but mm-hmm. you and I are both YouTubers as well. What kind of YouTube do you do? What tube do you? What tube, what do, tube I do? do you? I tube you at Step Back on at stepbackhistory.com, a YouTube channel called Step Back, where I try to talk about why understanding the world today involves needing to have a, uh, a historical literacy. So I use history to understand the world as it is today. And yeah. I feel like I'm on a run of episodes that will be particularly good for people who watch this show because my most recent video that came out at the end of, at the beginning of October is about media literacy and how media, how powerful people use the media to fuck with your brain. And my next video for the big 6-0 anniversary is I'm going to address the JFK assassination conspiracy theory, which is I'm sure going to be replied to in a very normal and calm fashion. That's going to be very chill. Yeah. Comment section. Scott, if I wanted to learn why Superman and Fat Alfred uh, live in the same universe, where would I need to go? I don't know. If I want to learn Fat Alfred and time traveling Superman pipe comment misconceptions, where would I go? Did I make that video? You made that nine years ago. You still have hair in the picture. What is Fat Alfred? I don't know. Maybe it's Fat Al? Fat Albert? Fat Albert? I don't know. Fat Alfred and time-traveling Superman. Okay. I guess I made a video about that um, (laughs) on my YouTube channel, NerdSync. But back in the day when I made videos about anything, so that's fun. I don't do, I, now I'm, I don't know. Just follow me. I don't even want to explain. I don't, I have no idea what's happening. You I explore, have a YouTube channel you called Nerd, nerd, nerd Culture through creativity and vulnerability. That's your elevator yep. pitch. That's what I do. Sometimes uh, you're going to tell video, video about gummies, Scooby-Doo gummies. Scooby-Doo gummy. I don't know anymore. What have I become? <laughs> I see, I, you're talking about this old video that I don't remember. And I'm like, I guess I missed it. I used to make videos about anything and then i'm just like oh i still do actually (laughs) so i don't know what the i don't know whatever a charming person Uh, talks about something basically that's my whole that's my hope uh and you can of course i said it before but Thank you to everyone who writes reviews of this show and and just shares it around and uh, gives us those good five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts. It helps us uh, have more credibility, which I think is important. I didn't realize how important that could be because I just sort of see us as like an entertainment fun thing that we do. But like, you know, we are still trying to, you know, debunk some some harmful stuff. So Scott, I think, you of all you know, people should know that sometimes stuff that's just made for entertainment can still be very personally meaningful and uh, impact people's lives. Your entire yeah, that's true. online content is about that. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Well, so th- all that to say, thank you to everyone who writes reviews and, and <laughs> please continue to do so. Yep. It really means a lot to us and it helps us out more than you know. And a great place to send people if you're trying to share the show around is probsnotaliens.com. It's got links to everything, every place you can listen to the show. It's it's just it's just great. Mm-hmm. Also, if you uh, if you do want to help the show financially, of course, never required, but nice. Never required. You could do so by getting a bunch of awesome educational content over at Nebula. Just go to nebula.tv slash probably not aliens. And if you sign up, you help us out directly. Yes, it li- literally like a portion of your subscription goes directly to us, which which is just awesome. So mm-hmm. uh, helps us out tremendously to make sure that, I mean, and Hey, if we get enough, maybe we can, we can make, it's probably not ghosts. If we get enough support, you know, mm-hmm. we'll see how it goes. Anyway, I guess that's everything to another two years and hopefully mm-hmm. more. My name is Scott Nicewander. I'm Tristan Johnson. And the truth is out there. Probably. Probably.
I realized that I've done a bunch and I just never did normal. <laughs> you just never did a normal one. The truth is out there. Probably. Yeah, it's probably out there. It is probably out there. That's fun. Uh, let's do this for another right. two years. <laughs> let's do it for exactly two more years.